Hello world and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host Anthony Matulin and today I am joined by Tyler. On today's episode, we will be reviewing Avengers Endgame. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. We found something. A chance, maybe. Thanos used the stones again. So let's get him. Use them to bring everyone back. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. On April 26th, we have a chance to take it all back. It's not about how much we lost. It's about how much we have left. Who hasn't been to space? You better not throw up on my ship. Avengers Endgame. Rated PG-13. Tickets on sale now. Tyler. Sir? I don't don't even know where I want to begin this. So let me ask you right off the bat. Did you enjoy this movie? Big time. Big time. Big time. Okay. And and I'll start by saying I'm not like a huge Marvel fan. I think the Avengers movies overall have been good. I don't think they've been earth-shatteringly good, uh, even though some have been really strong. Okay. <clears throat> I think I probably enjoyed this one better than any I've, in, uh, I've watched. And are you saying in better than any of the Marvel movies or specifically the Avengers movies? Sp- specifically the Avengers, um, but probably most Marvel movies. Like, I know we've, you and others on this podcast have talked about Iron Man 1 being the threshold, you know, we, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, the bar where the bar is set. So I, I'm in agreement there. It's probably not better than all Marvel, or all Marvel movies, and I didn't enjoy it more than all of them, but... It's up there. It's right at the very top. Okay, and you're okay with the three-hour runtime? I was all right. I was a little hesitant. <laughs> I think I told you too. I was uh, when we talked about doing this this episode, and I thought, ah, it's a long time. I'm not. I'm not young like I used to be and sit through a theater for three hours. But um, I was okay with it. All right. I mean, you had your you had your nachos. You had your red vines. And my sprite. It was a nine thirty showing on Friday morning. <laughs> I was not really hungry for any of that, but I, I felt it was necessary to get me in movie mode. Okay, hold on. So you had 9 a.m. Saturday morning, Friday, Friday morning, morning, Friday morning. Uh-huh. You had a like a like a big boy plate of nachos, yep. full size red vine. Yep. I'm assuming a good size sprite. Yeah. 9 a.m. 9:30. Okay. Semantics. But, I mean, I wasn't hungry. How are you feeling I- after? <laughs> I was all right, but I mean, I ate almost all of it before the movie started. Man, um, so you know, I was—I regretted it a little bit, especially because I wasn't hungry for any of it. Okay, but I didn't want to sit. It's like it's—I'm not going to get up and leave in the middle of it to go get stuff. I knew sure. three hours later I'd be really hungry. So you know, but if you get nachos, you can't just let them. You can't wait to eat those halfway through. You got to eat them while they're hot. No, you got to eat the nachos when they're there, ready to go. Yeah. No, I got you. Um, Okay, I I thought the movie, I saw it on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I thought for whatever reason it started at 11.30. (laughs) So I got there at 11, like 10, 11, like 15-ish, maybe Mm -hmm. even 11.20. And I was like, I'm good. I already have my seat picked. Ready? Right? I walk in. No, I was wrong. It started at 11.10. Oh, my God. So I didn't miss anything. I just missed all the trailers. Well, that's not bad. No, and I intentionally, if I'm sitting by myself, I'll, I'll pick the seat like on the very end. 
Um, so that, you know, I'm not like in the middle and everybody else is like, what's this one jackass doing fucking one seat? Um, and obviously like nobody's going to pick the, the seat directly next to me unless it's a complete ne- you know necessity. Yeah. So I got there and I was actually happy about it because I didn't have to watch any of the trailers, which, you know, I usually enjoy that, but I've, I've seen majority of that stuff now. Right, right. So I'm good. All right. So you, you really liked it. I, it's a, I don't know if it's a, a credit to you about all the shit you like, but I can never, I can't get a beat on the stuff you do like and the stuff you don't like. So I had no idea coming into this, if you were going to enjoy it or not. And I really, I mean, I think obviously it's well known how I feel about majority of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really know with the exception of like Captain Marvel, what you've mm-hmm. thought. Cause I know we talked about that. So, all right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you had fun at the movies. I did. I did. It was, it was a movie that I felt if nothing else. And because I don't know the storyline front, back, top, bottom, like a lot of people do, I wanted it to be entertaining and I knew it would be entertaining. So it's one of those movies where like a Michael Bay movie where, you know, if it's not going to be a good story, at least it'll be entertaining. And I knew it'd be better than a Michael Bay movie, but um, I knew it, I knew it probably couldn't go wrong. Um, so I might've been surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it, but I'm interested to hear what you thought. Well, I mean, it's not going to be a big surprise. I didn't love it. Um, it, it funny enough though, I, I sit down and it starts and I'm actually like right off the bat. Um, it, it had the heartfelt moment, right? Oh, well, just real quick. So we're going to spoil it. I'm yeah. sure intent mm-hmm. un, uh, unintentionally or intentionally. I'm not sure, but I'm sure we're going to spoil it. So if you guys don't want to be spoiled, maybe don't listen to it. But the fact that it made $1.25 billion in three days, I would imagine everybody's seen it. Is that what the number was? Yeah. 1.25 billion worldwide. Oh my God. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right off the bat, you know, it has it has kind of the the heartfelt moment with with uh, Tony Stark speaking into the the helmet, recording for his his wife Pepper. So I was like, all right, this is this is interesting. He's the character I enjoy the most. I think Robert Downey Jr. is probably the best actor in the group. Yep. So I like him right off the bat, kind of getting his moment, and then up until the point where they start explaining like what they're going to do to go back in time. I was in, like I was enjoying it. I thought this could be something that I was really going to get into. From there, honestly, it just kind of turns into a three-hour Marvel movie. And if you yeah. like Marvel quite a bit, then you're going to enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. If you're not a massive fan of Marvel, you're probably not going to enjoy the movie. The performances, for the most part, for me, are gr- are really good. I thought mm-hmm. they were they're fine. Um, the story is pretty pretty loose. I mean, there's a lot of holes in it, especially for being three hours. Um, the thing that really took me out of it, though, was the ending. With Captain America? I'm fine with the Tony Stark ending, right? I'm fine with him kind of getting his whole story arc and, and dying at the end. Mm-hmm. I think it's a necessity that somebody died in this movie. They have so many characters. Like, there has to be consequences. Yes. But I, what I don't need is, like, three endings. <laughs> right. And that kind of threw me off. Like, okay, I, I as soon as Tony Stark dies, all I hear from the background is just... <laughs> yeah. Like you just hear everybody crying. I understood that, you know, it, it, it's, I'm not a crier at movies, but I can understand the the connection people have with that character after 11 years. But then I don't need the Captain America ending. I don't need um, the ending with Hawkeye going to see the kids. And if you're going to do that, mm-hmm. that's fine. But then make Tony Stark's funeral, the end. Bingo. Yeah, Ex- exactly. That was so well done. And like you, I connected more with, Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. above all other characters and actors throughout this series. And 
I might want to touch talk about him and his his character a little bit later, but to me that was so well done. And I don't, even though I've seen all the Iron Man movies, I'm not again the biggest Marvel guy, so I don't have an emotional connection with him. Sure, but um, it was just so good, and I and it was, I honestly almost teared up. Like I, I, get I heard that. some, I heard some some sniffling too. It was, but it was just dead silence in my theater, and it was jarring. It was like you just felt the impact and, and what it meant to the story. And so I, I appreciated the storytelling element of it. And, um, and so that was surprising to me is that I, I felt that on a m- much more minor level than the people sniffling in the, in the crowd. But sure. um, that was so well done and that should have been it. That should have been the end. And I understand you've got to give a little bit to these other main characters, but you're right. It shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been the third to last element of this movie yeah if anything you know he has his death scene that's fine they mm-hmm. do the scene somehow i don't know how you work it in but with captain america go because he obviously he goes back in time it's a real mm-hmm. it's a real loose it's hard to understand like really what happens because how does he go back into in time and then come back right right as, as an old man but but whatever goes Obviously, he, you know, uh, uh, Agent Carter, he finds again, and, and they get married and spend their life together, and he comes back and he passes on the Captain America shield and kind of that character to the Falcon, which I get, that's fine, but then I think then you have to go into the funeral somehow of Tony Stark and let yeah. that be the kind of the lasting image of that movie. Yep. Because that's what, for me, what I'm going to remember from the first wave, I guess, I don't know what they call it, the first set of Avenger or uh, Marvel movies mm-hmm. is Tony Stark. Like to me that's who who is the main character if I had to say for the whole the whole series. Because agree. he's the one who obviously he has his, his three movies, he's in all the Avengers movies, he's in the Captain Captain of the Captain America movies, he's in Spider-Man. the Hulk movie, uh, yeah, he's in the Spider-Man movie. So he's in mm-hmm. a majority of them. Yeah. Um again, and I think you know, you they did it right by having again probably the best actor of the group be the, the the most popular character yeah um what's your take on captain america in general i'm not about a, this series he has his moments i think mm-hmm. just because of who i am i don't identify with him per se because he's like so happy and outgoing and just very you know sees the bright side he just sees everything in a, in a positive way and obviously mm-hmm. i'm not always like that so he's a little corny to me at, at sometimes yeah. but then all there's sometimes too where i'm like all right he's awesome yeah, yeah. I'm not a massive Chris Evans fan. Okay. I don't know who else you'd have play him. Uh, he looks like what I would think Captain America looks like. He just doesn't bring a ton to it. But again, I don't know if that's how he's written or if that's just Chris Evans. Yeah. Um, But I'm okay with it. He's definitely not my favorite. What kind of made me sad, though, is one of my favorites has always been Thor. And yeah. I really don't like him in this movie at all. He was... Yeah, he's been great in every other movie so far. Um, Thor Ragnarok, I thought that was my favorite Thor movie, and uh, I liked him most in that. But okay. um, if we were doing the normal episode categories in this, you know, the overacting award, I think would go to him for sure. Sure. I think that's that's of course how they wrote the character in, in, in this movie, so it's not necessarily his fault. But it was overkill. It was overkill. So something you have you seen um, Batman vs Superman? Yes. Okay. So something I specifically don't like in Batman vs Superman, I know a lot of other people have had it, and I'm not comparing Marvel to DC. They're just not... Mm-hmm. Right. You can't compare. 
The quality is so much higher. The storytelling is better. But the one thing that I, I really dislike in Batman vs. Superman is the crux of the story. Everything happens in the story because uh, Batman is convinced Superman is going to hurt the world, right? He's going to yeah. he's gonna destroy things in the world because he's an alien. So he, he starts his life or he continues his life to fight. He, he dedicates his life to fighting Superman and spends all this time. And right before he's going to kill him, he doesn't kill him because... Bat or Superman says something about Martha, right? Yeah. And that stops it because obviously they both have people in their lives named Martha, both their mothers, and that like stops her. And everybody was like, what the fuck? Why would why would that stop this man, right? Yeah. Yeah. In this movie, Thor loses his shit because people say because someone says Thanos. Yeah. But that's like a great moment in this movie I've read. What's the difference? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good comparison, and I think that it was so strange to see him, you know, the ultimate confident character leading up to this point, just be so destroyed on an emotional level and on every level. And I get it. I mean, it was obviously a a life altering moment for every character in this in this story. Sure. But um, they just turned him into a sideshow a bit too much, and it provided provided a lot of bits of humor, and I enjoyed a lot of it, but. It was just way too much. From start to finish, he was that way, and and you rarely saw him be Thor the way that we came to know him. Yeah, I just don't like. It. He almost becomes. He's a joke, obviously, yeah. and they write him like that. But is he gonna? Is he? Is he part of Guardians of the Galaxy? Is he not? Like, mm. am I supposed to take him seriously? Is he supposed to be a clown now? Yeah. I just I didn't love what they did with him, mm-hmm. and I thought at some point maybe he would have like this moment of redemption of where he is able to realize like what's happened to him, but it's almost like they didn't want us to be emotionally invested in him. They don't wanted him just to be like a punchline, which yeah. he's supposed to be broken down because of what he didn't do or what, when, you know, he wasn't able to kill Thanos, mm-hmm. but he, they didn't, they didn't write him like that. I didn't feel bad for him. You, everybody at just all. laughed at him. Exactly. Yeah. Which I didn't care for a ton. Um, what I did care for though, is I did enjoy seeing the Hulk, it, how he is in, yeah. in certain versions of the comics where he's essentially like Professor Hulk. Where... I've never seen that. I, I mean, and and I haven't read the comics, so I'm not an expert on this and I shouldn't probably talk about it. But sure. <clears throat> that surprised me and I, I liked that element. So he was like that in comics? There is comics where he, he essentially realizes the same thing that he can have kind of best of both worlds. That's cool. Yeah. And he, he becomes, he, he stays in the physical form of the Hulk, but is able to keep the intelligence and kind of the memories and everything of Bruce. So I thought that was cool because I didn't know they were going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I love Mark Ruffalo. He's probably number two on my list of favorite actors in this uh, series. Yeah, he's great. up there. Uh, Yeah. And um, that was great. I wonder, I wanted to talk about what you said, the moment that took you out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, What... What exactly? I mean, is it just the logistics of the time travel and them trying to explain it? And it because it went over my head, and I just kind of said, "Whatever, I'm not smart enough to get this. I'll suspend all disbelief and let them go with it." Yeah, it's not so much that the the fact that they are time traveling. Um, something that I I've always had a problem with Marvel movies is they're able to take these ridiculous stories and they're able to justify anything that happens with the quantum realm or mm. uh, any kind of like bioengineering. They're able to just say it's it's x y and z and that's why this is happening yeah. so they're not 
they take everything out of like any any realism and they just throw it in your face like oh it's a quantum realm they can do whatever they want yeah and just like oh nanotech they can do whatever they want right like fucking you know uh iron man suit now does whatever it needs to nanotech it can just do whatever like uh, you want him to be a bit smarter and more de- uh, intentional about so uh, so like for instance i obviously i understand there's an aliens invading and there's a big big guy who turns green i understand all of this stuff yeah. the original iron man he built the suit in a cave right true and throughout the whole iron man series he's been able all of his stuff is built in realism he's supposed to mm-hmm. be a philanthropist genius billionaire playboy right Yep. And he builds all of his suits because that's who he is. It's not because he has some entity that's able to help him. It's not because of the quantum realm. It's not because of of anything else. He's able to do it because of who he is, and they're supposed to be somewhat real. Mm-hmm. And so when you start doing all of these other things, it just kind of it pulls me out, even though I understand it's a comic book movie. Right. That makes sense. I just want a little, you know, a little bit finer woven storytelling. Yeah, and I know that comes back to bite them. I read an article over the week or this week about, um, you know, the what I think the headline was: nerds discuss all the things wrong with the logistics of Endgame, and <clears throat> and it picks it apart, and and rightfully so in some ways. I think I was able to just, um, like I said, I'm I'm not smart enough to even if they did explain <laughs> it perfectly. Sure, it could all be bullshit. Yeah, either way, you know, it's all the same to me. But um, I'm super. I mean, I'm. I I wish for you that it didn't get spoiled in that moment because right after it, what did you think once they once they figure out what they need to do? What did you think of them going on the journey to find Thanos? Yeah, I mean, I enjoy I enjoy kind of the little the little pieces they give you. I enjoy Tony being able to you know because one of again one of the overall um, his kind of his overall like story arc is that he never got to say goodbye to his father, and mm-hmm. in this movie he gets to. He gets to yeah. talk to his father. You know, there's there's few things as a, someone who's getting ready to have a kid, and I know you have experienced it. I see now already. I see the scene where he has his daughter, and it like it gets me right. already. Yeah. And uh, and you know my my daughter's not even born yet. Yeah. Uh, but I can understand that. So then when he gets to say goodbye to his father, and he gets to have a conversation about what it was like to raise him, or what what he was like right before Tony was born, like that that was that was a cool scene. I thought that was very yeah. well done. Um. I thought overall when they're going back in time, most of those, most of that was well done. But the thing I kept thinking about was if they were able to do this so easily, why weren't they Mm -hmm. able to stop him originally? Yeah. But again, I understand it's convenience. It's storytelling this time. They, you know, you have to suspend your disbelief that, Oh, they, they know where everything's at now and it's revisionist history and they can go back and do that. What did you think? Well, first of all, I know exactly why they didn't, they couldn't kill him the first time. It's because this movie made one point two five billion dollars in two Correct. days, right? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and they filmed them simultaneously. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They filmed these uh, essentially back to back simultaneously. So it's not like they spent an absorbent amount of money because they were already doing it. That's cool. And then, I mean, this is Marvel is ridiculous. Like the yeah. the, the the just property it is. Yeah. So it's impressive. Yeah. Um, but to your question, I thought that. Uh, it was all over my head. I like there. There was a line that I think it's Hulk slash Banner says. We're talking about time travel. Either it's either all of it's a joke or none of it is. So right. I think they threw that in as a way to just say, you know, this isn't probably going to make sense. So just bear with us. Yeah. yeah. And so and then once they get going, 
I was shocked, and I think what hooked me was that within the first 10 or 15 minutes, they, you know, the first 10 or 15 minutes, they're on the way to go find Thanos. And then three minutes later, he's fucking decapitated. Right. Which I thought and was I'm, cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, holy shit, man, what are you going to do for the next two hours and 45 minutes <laughs> to fill, you know, what are you going to do to fill the time sure. and keep this audience interested? So I thought that was pretty ballsy uh, writing and storytelling to um, figure out a, a good way to bring him back and show how they killed this guy. Obviously, didn't bring everyone back yet because he had destroyed the Infinity Stones. But um, it was just a shock the way that what, that they would go out and do that. And I, I was, you know, I thought, like I mentioned earlier, I think this might just be an entertainment movie, formulaic. You've mentioned how it, Avengers movies all end in, you know, this 30-minute battle scene where the shit blows up and all over. So it was that, but I thought it would just be much more formulaic. And it, yeah. I don't think it was that because of that element at the beginning so that was pretty pretty cool to me so this is like one of the rare movies that i've gone into recently that i have zero idea where the story's going oh, okay because i mean the trailers don't they're very vague yeah that's what i appreciate yeah like you said going into it i had no idea that captain marvel gets there oh mm-hmm. i know where he's at let's go get him yeah like, what the, it's literally 10 minutes into the movie yeah and like you said five minutes later thor's cutting off his head yeah and then i'm I, like you said i'm like where the hell where, where are we going mm-hmm and I did enjoy kind of seeing the darker side. You know, they go back, they show New York, and they show how it's not, it's almost post-apocalyptical, mm-hmm. right? There is, half of the world is gone, but but everything's shut down. They show like the great shot of, I don't, what 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 uh, stadium is that? That was the Met Stadium. Met Stadium, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't that Shea Stadium? It was Shea, now it's called City Field, I think. Okay. They, they built a new one recently. Okay. But... Mr. Leonard will tell us, right? He's a no. He's a Red Sox. He's a Red. Asshole. Yeah. How is that yeah. possible? I don't know, man. He's a New York. He's a New Yorker who likes the Jets. Thank God it's not the Giants. <laughs> he likes the Red Sox. And who else That's did he say? Uh, I stopped listening after he said Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect mean, the man, but not too much he, because of that. He's he's a great dude. So everybody's got to have their faults, right? <laughs> right. He can't be perfect. No. I mean, if he said he likes ASU, that's the deal breaker. Yeah, I would never speak to him. That's that's worse, right? By a mile. If Little Indy said, hey, Dad, I like the Red Sox and ASU, the Sun Devils, which one's worse? You say this like it's a hypothetical. He did that. Yeah, but he, he has done that. He's just trying to, he's poking at he you. Is. You're right. If if that, if later in life he did that, <laughs> he would not be my son. Yeah. I mean, you've made him cry because you told him he wasn't allowed to root for the, was it the ASU? It was ASU, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's good. That's good parenting. Whatever. It is good. It kind of cracked the whip. Okay. As I was saying, I liked that. That sequence, I don't know, 15, 20 minute sequence. I don't even know if it's that long where they go through New York. You know, they show what the Avengers are doing now where they're essentially just like hunting down like mercenaries and and everything. I could have done without Hawkeye as much. That doesn't resonate with me at all. I just didn't. I found it a little corny almost. Him as the mercenary or him throughout? Him, him. I've never cared for him in general, not necessarily Mm -hmm. the character, but they kind of his portrayal of him. First okay. one, his outfit's terrible. It took me out of it completely. I know he's he's essentially like one of the bad guys in the very first one. Yeah. This one particularly, um, he's fine. I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't. I don't care for Jer- Jeremy Renner a ton, okay. except for in the town, which he's yeah. amazing in. Oh, right, Hurt yeah. Locker as well. Um, well, Wind River as well. So maybe I do actually like Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, his storyline, I can never understand what's going on with Black Widow and, and, and him. 
it's a, it's a lot going on. Um, what I wasn't surprised with about is that Black Widow is the one who dies. Or does okay. she, you know, I don't know. There's a Black Widow movie coming out next year. So is it a prequel? I, I have no idea. I wasn't really surprised because those are the two who go get the, uh, I don't remember. What what stone is that? I don't remember which the one. It's the red stone? one. Is the soul stone? Uh, soul stone. It's not the red yeah. one. I think it's yellow, actually. Uh, whatever. Yeah. So it's not surprising. One of them are going to die, right? You you already They've already set that up in the previous movie that to get yeah. that, someone has to, to give up something they love. So I didn't love that scene. Um I, I would say I guess the scene that I liked the most when they are coming, like when each one's getting the stone, is probably mm-hmm. Tony and Captain America going back in time and to, I guess, what is it, the 40s, 50s? It's hard to say. With his dad? When he sees his dad, yeah. yeah. And then, and then you know, Captain is able to see um, Agent Carter, right. which was a yeah. cool scene too. Mm-hmm. What about you? Is, is there any of those that, that stick out to you? That I, scenes that I liked. Well, specifically, like when they're going back in time to get the stones. Um. Yeah, I really enjoyed Tony's moment with his dad. Right. I forget the name of the character or the actor who his dad is. Matt. Um, yeah, he's in he, Mad Men. Yeah, he's great in that. The what I've seen of Mad Men, he's great. Yeah. And in uh, uh, Spotlight, he's great. Yep. I love that guy. So that was really great. Um, that was the one I enjoyed the most. Again, when Thor goes back to his planet asgard asgard yes yep that that didn't do much for me um so yeah but uh there were a few i think they mostly uh worked well and i did like again like with you i didn't understand exactly the love dynamic between black widow and and hawkeye it felt like maybe that's just like a brother sister bond but sure it felt different yeah and so that was strange but i i love that uh the scenery there. I know it's CGI, but in the last Avengers, I liked that a lot when Thanos uh, killed Gamora. Gamora. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And Red, so, Red so Hood I, or Red Skull is there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really good. I, I thought those two were those are those are my favorite two. Um, it, it's it's yeah. funny that you meant again. You mentioned the Thor thing, and it's I'm starting to think about it a little more. When he mm-hmm. goes back to Asgard at that point, again, you've turned him into a clown. Yeah. I don't have any emotional investment in him. And then you try to make this emotional scene where he talks to his mom and it just right. doesn't resonate for me at all. Yeah. And it's, it's, and then you have rocket who's also a clown. I like yeah. rocket. He, he serves a purpose, but I don't have an emotional investment in him. So you have those two and they're supposed to be having a heartfelt scene mm-hmm. or they're the catalyst to this heartfelt scene. And I just, I don't get it. It doesn't do anything for me. And it missed an opportunity. I think when uh, he's talking to his mom and there's the moment where I guess it was before they left the planet and, and traveled back in time, back to the present time. But you think in a, in a couple instances in that sequence where Thor is going to click and he's going to be Thor again. Um, and I, if you, if before he's, he's supposed to go into the room with uh, Rocket to go take the Infinity Stone from Natalie Portman. Right. But he turns around and runs away. And then after he has that heart-to-heart with his mom, you think he's going to just... You know he's he's gonna be Thor again, and I, I just don't feel like you got that. So it's a missed opportunity. It is. It is. I wanted. To, I, I told myself I was not gonna ask this question on the podcast, um, but I'm gonna ask you. And again, it's not because I dislike women. Come on, man. That was a joke. No, no, no. I know, no. But I want to ask okay. this question. So I asked. Okay. I asked my wife in all seriousness, and I've asked a couple other people. Um. They 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 put a lot of emphasis on 
the women superheroes in this movie, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's awesome because mm-hmm. there's some great ones in this movie, um, yeah. particularly like I like the Wasp quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Captain Marvel in this movie I thought was better in the limited role that she was in than, than carrying a whole movie. Um, obviously, like Gamora is super cool. Yeah. All of the all of the ladies, which I thought was a missed opportunity that they didn't have Lapita Nwanga in this movie. True. Um, they had Denai Guerrera instead, which mm-hmm. was fine. But I, I, I liked Lapita Nwanga much more in, in uh, Black Panther. I agree. The scene, and I, I think you probably know what I'm going to say. The scene when Peter Parker has the gauntlet and he's got all the stones and he's getting his ass kicked and he doesn't know what to do <laughs> and Captain Marvel fucking blows through the ship with super, which was super cool right comes down yeah. blows through Thanos's like gunship comes down she's like I got you and she takes the gauntlet and at that point they've already established like she can fly through a fucking ship yeah okay what is anybody out here going to be able to do she turns he's like are you going to be able to take care of this and she turns and she's like yeah I, no problem like they'll help me and it's all the female characters yeah it felt a little forced. Yep. Like there, there, it, and and maybe it's just because it's 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 a man saying this. I felt like, it, aren't they doing it almost a disservice by not by saying like they need, they're they're equal. They should be equal. Mm-hmm. So why are you like segregating them into their own scene? Which I get it. Someone mentioned to me like, well, what if you have a daughter and your daughter was saw that scene? Wouldn't she be excited? Obviously, like yeah, I would imagine so. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of it as a, why are we being like, why are we segregating them? They've already established like they can all do the same as the men can yeah. do. Like they're, if not as, you know, if not better, some of them, like mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is better, obviously than all of them. Right. So that felt a little forced to me. I don't know why. I just, I didn't love it because it doesn't, it doesn't accomplish anything. That's, that's the thing too, is um, especially as we're, Game of Thrones spoiler alert also, as we've just come off seeing Arya Stark be the badass to sure dis- to kill the, the Night King. If you have that moment where all these women come together and you're giving them this this big platform, have them do something with it. Yeah. And they don't. And 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 I mean, so that it did feel forced. It felt like here's ninety seconds, which is probably all it ended up being. Where all you women fly together, and you're supposed to deliver the gauntlet where it needs to go back to the to the van to right. Um, and, and and yeah, it felt like um, what's what's the word? This felt a bit patronizing. It it, um, it did for me too. But again, yeah. I don't know if I'm. And I asked my wife. Obviously, she didn't see it with me. Yeah. And me explaining it to her, she did say like, yeah, it sounds like it's a bit forced. Yeah, it it was. I I mean, why? You didn't need to put them all in the frame and you know one shot to just be like, here's here's the moment for women in this three-hour movie. There there's enough with you know Black Widow has has some some great lengthy moments where where her character is allowed to develop. Um, and and see she, it more with- she's the catalyst of everything. Exactly, she's the one that yeah. keeps them going. Captain America has has quit. He's given up, and she's the one still there, like continuing to work. So like. Again, she's the catalyst of bringing mm-hmm. the Avengers back. Yeah. Yeah, it did feel like if there wasn't going to be a big payoff, it felt patronizing. And in that moment, and I enjoyed the battle scene, and I enjoyed seeing Captain Marvel come in and, and really kind of turn the tide for, for the Avengers um, and seeing uh, the Wasp, you know, playing a key role th- to advance the, you know their cause in the battle. Right. It just felt like in the moment it took me out of the moment 
and and made me think okay well this is to placate women perhaps and and again like you said we're men talking about this we're not yes yeah. judges perhaps but it didn't feel it it probably didn't come across the way they wanted it to i guess i would say this if they're going to do that i want more out of it yeah like you said if they're because essentially they do it and nothing happens captain marvel flies to the to the van the van gets destroyed she goes to fight Thanos. You think like, okay, maybe she's going to be the one who defeats yeah. him, which that's kind of how it should be because she's apparently the most powerful Avenger. Yeah. And she's unable to. Like, she's not able to. And then, Cap, you know, obviously Tony has his moment. And, well, yeah. I guess Captain has his moment too by picking up the, the hammer. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, I just wish there was going to be more. If you're going to do that, let's see them wreck shit. Right. You know, yeah. I, if they if they can't if one of them, Captain Marvel, whoever can't be the one to kill Thanos, have them be the one to cripple his forces essentially, and then have Tony finish it off by killing Thanos. Yeah, which doesn't happen, uh-uh. because once once you know Captain Marvel gets there, again he beats her and then she's not seen again. I don't remember until seeing her in, until the funeral. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, again, I. I don't know. I, I liked the dynamic of Gamora being because I, I they're not going to kill Gamora. So Gamora's back in the movie, but she's not like present day Gamora. She's yeah. going to have to, you know, be back in the group. She's going to have to to figure out how to be back in the group again. Which I liked that. Um, I liked the the dynamic with her sister. Like I enjoyed that stuff. Yeah. Um, again, for me, the movie just felt it feels long. I know a lot of people haven't said that. A lot of people said, "Oh, it felt like a quick three hour movie." It did not feel like a quick three hour movie to me. Um, there were parts of it that I was like, oh, this is going fast. It does feel like it's moving quickly, but mm-hmm. the end really drags. It did. And I know we talked about that. And um, I thought I want, we talked about Captain America 2 and the Agent Carter. And I'm, I thought one of the most puzzling decisions throughout all of these movies was that they kept harping on, or maybe not harping on, but they kept giving a nod to Agent Carter. And if I remember correctly, I know I saw the first the two Captain America movies. And right. she was obviously huge in the first one. Sure. And did a good job. It was a good character. And then I think she's gone from thereafter, right? Correct. In in that second movie and in all the Avengers movies. And all you really see of her is him looking at the photo of her in his locket. And it's like three to four times a movie. Right. And so there's no connection. We In the first movie we had it. We liked, I liked their connection. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was good. It was well done. But then throughout these movies, there's nothing. I I, I don't care about them at all. <laughs> she she and, did have a show, I, right? Okay, yeah. So right. she she did have a show that was on a few seasons, um, on on ABC. But he's he was never on that show. That's the thing, right? Yeah. So so she's good. She's a good character. I'm sure the show was good. But in terms of these movies, <laughs> and especially that's the final shot you see in in all the Avengers movies is them. And it and it was just a dud. And, and I so. I agree with you to a point because there is in in Civil War he's hooking up with her niece. Really? What? Yeah, in Civil. I don't remember that. So in Civil War, there's Emily Van Camp, who is. Oh yeah. That's her niece. Oh boy. It's supposed to be you know uh, Agent Carter's niece. Okay. And he's hooking up with her. Yeah. So then that kind of throws me off too. I'm like, all right, well, two movies ago or however many movies ago you were with the the niece. Right. Like, did she die when he snapped his fingers? 
Oh, yeah. Are you going to tell Agent Carter that? Like, <laughs> how's that? <laughs> hey, I know you weren't around and we were doing the time travel thing, but I had sex with your with your niece, <laughs> who you actually don't know because we're back in time. But when we get old and I see her, I'm going to think like, oh, yeah, I had sex with her. Because at some point that's going to happen, right? It's a little, yeah. It's <laughs> going to be a bit of an awkward conversation for them. A little bit of a paradox. Yeah. Maybe that not was... great. And that was part of, I say that because that was part of the movie definitely feeling long by the end of it. It wasn't, it, to a point like you said, it felt like it was breezing along. I wasn't wondering when it was going to be over at all. Um, but as it got to that point, the last 20 minutes really felt unnecessary yeah, to an extent. I, I agree. I also, there's a bit of me that, you know, I'll probably keep seeing these movies, you know, again, yeah. for, for the pop culture side of it, for the discussion side of it. Um does anybody actually care anymore about a lot of these characters though? Like, is anybody invested in Falcon? Like, is anybody going to go see a Captain America movie with Falcon as Captain America? Is anybody, does anybody really care about Bucky anymore? I've never cared about Bucky. Okay. But I know he has like a fan base. He has a a lot of female followers, especially just kind of like Loki does. Okay. Um, People actually, when Loki, when they showed him, uh, people clapped in my theater. Like really? during the movie, and I was like, "Are you come on, man?" Yeah, we had I, I, we had the conversation on the Discord app yeah. <laughs> about clapping. I'm not into it, man. Like, don't clap in a movie theater at all. But I know everybody was like, "Ah, eh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine." No, not in the middle of a movie. No, obviously, I don't think anybody would disagree with that. But I'm just like, it just takes me out of it. I just I want to sure. sit. I kind of want. It's I just I don't want any conversation. You know, yeah. if I go with oh. Damien, we've gone to the movies. I, I we don't talk like mm-hmm. during the movie, obviously at all don't really talk during the trailers like it just i'm i'm that's where i like to go to kind of have my space and i'm yeah. locked in and i enjoy it i take it kind of seriously absolutely yeah yeah don't don't say a single word to me while i'm watching a movie no uh, yeah I, I, you i mean i damien and i again will go see movies i'll look at him like what the fuck you know he you can give him a look sure or something like that a laugh but yeah i can't i'm not into uh, it at all what what did you as as someone who's criticized the like the formula of, of these big movies that have huge battle scenes at the end. What did you think of the battle scene? Especially as we're just talking about things feeling too long. Uh, standard. I thought it was just kind of standard Marvel movie. Yeah. Battle scene. They do it well. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't look bad. Um, it doesn't feel like forced. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, it It's just, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. I just, I kind of want more out of it. Um, especially with Thanos. Like, is he, nobody can beat him apparently. Yeah. He's just, he's it. And then somehow they beat him. I, it's just, it's just, I, I'm not a massive fan of it. I'm just not. Yeah. I would much rather have like a more intimate fight. I know that sounds ridiculous, but just something, something smaller. A, a fight that I really enjoyed in, because I just rewatched the first Avengers recently, and that's one of the, the Marvel movies I like quite a bit, mm-hmm. is the fight with um, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man when they're capturing Loki and they fight each yeah. other. Yeah. Obviously, there's, a considerable amount of special effects in that smaller scale felt a little bit more intimate felt a little bit more real i enjoyed that mm-hmm. quite a bit yeah yeah that one was good what i a... watched that i rewatched that movie recently yeah and uh in the lead up to this one and yeah that, that that's a good comparison what about you like did you are, are you into this these fight scenes like do you obviously they're you say believable they're a fucking marvel movie right no I, i'm kind of i've soured on battle scenes pretty much in general um, I think Game of Thrones obviously did Battle of Winterfell. I thought very well. Mm-hmm. I thought the Battle of the Bastards was good, and I use that just as a comparison um, of 
and just mentioning some examples of those that I think have uh, gone well recently. Yeah. But overall, the battle scenes in any type of movie or show are just they're too long. Mm-hmm. It's the same type of shit over and over. Um, if it's uh, if it's a, a battle scene where an entire cityscape is destroyed, that just seems gratuitous. Like they're just trying to blow shit up and, right. and be super destructive. I, I get no enjoyment out of that. So this one I thought was it was okay. And compared to something like uh, the Return of the King um, battle scene or Hobbit 3, which just dragged on, I felt like sure. um, it was better. So uh, I think I was a little bit expecting it to be overkill, um, and it wasn't to me. So I, I thought it was it was okay. It wasn't overkill by any means. It's not terrible, and I would it, it looks nice. Like you said, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned Hobbit movies. The Hobbit movies, every scene that was large in scale was hard to watch yeah, it was the absolutely. cgi was poor, uh, done poorly again all the majority of the dc movies the cgi is done poorly even wonder woman which i loved quite a bit the cgi is not great that final battle scene and that is terrible it yeah. almost ruined to me it almost ruins the whole movie yeah. um so these are done better they look better i just don't care yeah and i'm not surprised because we've seen all this shit now We've seen and it. I think, and what saved it really is just Tony killing Thanos yeah. and, and having that moment where Pepper comes in and that was, that was uh, yeah, uh, not heartwarming, but it was just very, very well done. Yeah, and even the, even the scenes with, with uh, Spider-Man, with Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Is yeah. great. I, again, I don't, I, I've seen Captain America get knocked down. I've seen him get his ass kicked. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to get back up. That's not surprising. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So this time he can he can hold Thor's uh, hammer. That's cool. Uh-huh. Not not surprising though. <laughs> True. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Again, I I didn't I didn't hate it, and I don't and I know Damien like kills me for this. I didn't hate it. I certainly didn't love it. What I would say was would be this. Do you like Avengers? Do you like Marvel movies? Yes. Do you want to see a three hour Marvel movie? Yes. Go see this fucking movie. You're gonna love it. Yeah. I don't know what else, I don't know how else to to yeah. say it because this is such a. There's no there's no in between on these movies. I think you're right. You yeah. love them, or you're somebody who just hates on Marvel. Yeah. I don't think I'm someone who hates on Marvel because there's quite a bit of Marvel movies I very much enjoyed. I'm just kind of burnt out. And I think it ended the series well. This one yeah. I think was a good a good cap to it. Um, so I'm glad that I don't have to see any more. And like you said, who's gonna go see a Falcon movie or a Black Widow movie? Maybe I would. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but if they're certainly not going to make any more Iron Man movies. I hope um, not. Captain America done. I mean, he's he's always been like vanilla ice cream to me. You know, he's he's never disappoints, but it's never that great. And there's always something better. Um, <laughs> so I think that I where where I am at with Marvel movies after this, I don't know, but I don't. I'm fine if it ends this way because I think it ended on a really good note. Yeah, like I'll, I'll definitely go see another Black Panther movie. You know, I'll oh, yeah. I'll, I'll see yeah. the Spider Man movie. You know what's interesting? I don't know if you saw um, that the the gentleman who is the the president of Marvel, Kevin. I can't. I'm I'm spacing on his last name. Starts with an F. Mm. He announced that the, this isn't actually the last uh, movie for this wave. That's this next Spider Man's the actual final movie. Which oh, I don't. Really? Yeah, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So I, I don't know it, whether he misspoke or it was you know the quotes were taken out of context. I don't know. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, and when is that one supposed to come out? Uh, like next month. Oh, strange. I think it comes out in June or July. Strange. Yeah, yeah. 
which I, I'm in. I enjoy Tom Holland. I enjoy Spider-Man quite a bit. It's not the problem is it's not going to be better than uh, Into the Spider Verse. No sir. But what is? You know nothing. Um. All right. So we didn't discuss this. Ninety-five percent Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety. Really? Per- yeah. Ninety percent audience. Ninety-five critics. I don't know, man. That's like hollow ground. Hollowed ground. That is. That I, is. Yeah. And did you? I checked this. I think it might have been Friday when I checked. Or maybe Saturday. It had like a 9.2 or some obscene shit on IMDb among IMDb users, which right. would by a full point be the number one movie of all time over Shawshank. Um, oh yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> it looks like now it's number nine where, uh, let's see. And it's at, Oh, my bad. Okay. Well, it, it would, it was nine, it was 9.2. Okay. So that would have put it at number one. I, I, I misspoke. Shawshank is also at 9.2, but now it's number nine at 8.8. Which, again, like you said, 95%, that does seem like hollow ground. And it's not, to me, that good of a movie. It um, It's good for what it is, right? Yeah. You want to see a superhero movie, this is it. This is this yeah. is probably the peak of what they're going to do. Again, I enjoy other ones better, but I understand why this one is what it is. You know what this isn't? This isn't Shawshank Redemption. Oh, no. <laughs> so calm the fuck down, people. <laughs> no, it's not Godfather 1 and 2 either. Accurate. <laughs> Again, I would I, I some I would argue that this isn't even into the Spider Verse, which I enjoyed considerably more. Yeah, when's that podcast gonna happen? I know we had to uh, yeah. this Damien's a, a world traveler. He's a world traveler, man. And now we got we got a you know we're gonna have our team sync meeting <laughs> on oh, yeah. Monday, so we can discuss some of that because we're kind of uh we've kind of lost our flow on when things are getting released and what's getting released. Mm-hmm. I enjoy quite a bit the Game of Thrones recaps. That's stop, that's gonna obviously stop here. I enjoy the the pop culture pods, but I also, you know, the reason I wanted to start this was to do the long form movie discussions. Mm -hmm. So I want to get back to that. You know, you and I and Beth did Goonies. Mm -hmm. That's got, that's coming out soon. Uh, Greg and I did Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, That movie is so good. Well, I I can't wait for you to hear the podcast. (laughs) Speaking of, uh, this came to mind a little bit earlier in the talk, speaking of late 90s, Teen movies. Mm-hmm. Is is Chris Evans' best performance not another teen movie? Probably. Fuck, he's so good in that movie. <laughs> that was I on the other that. day, and I was like watching it, and it's ridiculous. It's, it's so ridiculous. Good. Yeah. It, it, I don't know, man. He's got a. Did you ever watch? Is it Snowpiercer? I never saw that. It's not bad. It's not really. Cr- it's not bad. Yeah. He. Okay. Uh, I believe is he in Sunshine. As well, the movie hmm. that's in space that's got like Killian Murphy, I believe he is also a good movie. I didn't see that one. And what was the one? Um, oh shit, that was a Danny Boyle movie. Yeah, Sunshine is. Interesting. It's good, dude. Underrated movie. Not a lot of people, I don't think, have seen it. It's very good. Um, yeah, Chris Evans is in that. Yeah. And what's the one that came out recently with him, Jake Gyllenhaal, and uh, the woman from one of the Bond movies? Hmm. It's a space movie, also. I think it's Chris Evans. It's uh, yeah, you're. Sp- I don't know, dude. You just, I, I, just drew a blank. I have no idea. Shit. Not a big Gyllenhaal guy, so like I don't. He's really? fine. He's he's good. Like he's good and stuff. But I'm saying like I don't. He's not somebody who I see in something. I'm like I got to see it. Did you ever watch Nightcrawler yeah. with him? Yeah, it's fantastic. It was good. Creepy and as fuck. It was, and I like him. And I really like. J- I mean, I'm not gonna. He's not someone that like sneakily I really like, sure. and I'll end up seeing everything he he's in. Um, not a fanboy, but I think I don't think I've seen anything that I dislike with him. He's in for me. He's a uh, he's hit or miss. Like he's he's either really good or he's just Jake Gyllenhaal. 
Okay. Something that he, I mean, I haven't watched in years, and I remember very much liking it is Zodiac. Yeah, I saw that not too long ago too. Yeah. I watched it again, and I always forget that's a David Fincher movie for whatever reason. Yeah, and yeah. it's so good. Downey Jr. is fan because that's when, that's before Iron Man. That's when everybody thought Robert Downey Jr. was just still a drug addict and never right. gonna make it back out because he was so popular at one point. Yeah, and he's had such a crazy. I know you and I at some point are gonna do, kind of conversations about actors in particular. Yep, and discussions about their careers, and I think he would be a, a, a fun one to to start with because. His, I mean, he had such a, a, just a crazy start to his career and then all the drugs in jail, prison, mm-hmm. I think. Like, yeah. nobody thought we'd ever hear from him again. And then fucking Iron Man. And that was one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight. <clears throat> Where does Iron Man rank as one of the best movie characters of all time? So that's funny. Are you saying Iron Man or are you saying Tony Stark? Okay. Both. Sure. I mean, yeah. I think he's he's superhero his portrayal of him, he's got to be up there. Yeah. Right. I mean, unless you're going to, unless we're going to include things like, you know, the, the villains and then obviously Heath Ledger's might be all by himself. Um, he's got to be up there for, for superheroes. Certainly. Yeah. But I just remember, take them as a whole. Well, go ahead. Finish your thought there. I remember. And I I think I discussed this. One of the earliest podcasts. I think it's, uh, our, uh, kind of Marvel cinematic universe, long, long form discussion. Mm -hmm. Um, he was, People, when he got cast, people lost their shit. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, again, he's like, who yeah. the hell is Robert Downey Jr.? And it was rumored for so long that, that Tom Cruise was going to get that role. Mm. You give that role to the wrong person, the MCU doesn't survive. At all. Like, there is yeah. no MCU. Yeah. It works because, again, this is before Disney. So, MCU yeah. doesn't have Disney money at this point. Mm-hmm. You don't give it to Robert Downey Jr. And, again, could be a little bit of revisionist history. This doesn't work. I don't know Not who else who level. else would play him. He's he set the tone for me. Like I like the X Men movies, and I growing up I loved Batman '89, and I loved Superman movies sure. in the '70s. So I like superhero movies. But he set the tone and changed the way superhero movies are made and written because of his whole dynamic. Yes, and I think part of what I was getting to getting at with that question of where does he rank, a lot of it might just be. The Tony Stark and he Tony Stark really is seems like Robert Downey Jr. because he's that way in Sherlock Holmes. He's that way in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He plays the same kind of offbeat, quirky, crazy dude. Um, so he he just works so well on every level as Tony Stark. He's great as a superhero as Iron Man. Um, but you're right. If this if if they miscast this, would Avengers movies have been made? I don't know. But there's a part of me that thinks probably not because yeah. they had made. A number, a number of Marvel movies prior to that. Yeah. And I what, mean... What what besides X-Men? Those are the ones that come to mind right now. Well, any of the Spider-Man movies? Oh, yeah. You're, you're right. Howard the Duck? Hey. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there are, there were Marvel movies. And by large, like, unless you're making a Batman movie, comic book movies aren't popular. Yeah. Do you remember how terrible the Marvel fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, Fantastic Four were? I do with Chris the... with Chris Evans. That's right. That's so right. I mean, I there were that. there were Marvel movies that that had money put behind them and just were not good. Is Hellboy a Marvel movie? Uh, no, it is not. Hellboy's not part of Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which that... the anyway. I mean, Hellboy the the first two are very good. 
Yeah, I couldn't get behind it. No, that's fine. I mean, it's it's specific. It's very specific in in the the comedy and who they're who they're marketing to. Yeah. Um, I had a question I wanted to ask you, and I just completely lost my train of thought. I guess that happens. Might be. Nah, it's all good. Uh oh, that. Where are you at on Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder? Man, that movie was so good, <laughs> and my wife hates that I love that movie. It's so good. It's really good. Um. Are you asking like where am I at with him playing a black person? In no, blackface? because he's not playing blackface. He's a he's a it's a it's a satire. Like right. it's not supposed to be taken seriously. Yeah, I thought he was great in that movie. Um, I know there are a lot of inappropriate things, particularly with Ben Stiller's depiction of whatever that character. Simple name Jack. Was. Simple Jack. <laughs> uh, I didn't appreciate those then, and they're worse now. But the movie as a whole and him in that movie, I mean, I can't think of a thing he's been in since probably zodiac or what what else whatever else was around that time when he like rose up again yeah that he i haven't really enjoyed him in yeah no i would agree uh everybody always forgets that he got nominated for an academy award for tropic thunder no he didn't yeah he lost to heath ledger (laughs) best supporting actor look it up that's incredible (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would. I don't think I knew that then, and I certainly didn't remember it. Now. That's like one of I've I've had the pleasure to meet him, and I actually oh, cool. he signed a uh, Tropic Thunder photo for me, and he wrote, "I don't read scripts; scripts read me," which <laughs> is like one of my favorite lines from that whole movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, he got he was nominated for an Academy Award for that movie, which That's is awesome. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> he's so good, man. He's good in everything. Yeah. And uh, have you seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Oh, yeah. This might be my f- yeah. favorite movie with uh, with Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. He was in that weird uh, movie that was like part uh, animation, Scanner Darkly, oh. with Winona Ryder, him. I mean, he's been in some stuff that wasn't great. That was 2006. I don't think I saw that. He was in the movie. What was the movie? It came out right after the first Iron Man where he was with Jamie Foxx. Where... Yeah, that was, uh, uh, I just saw the name of it too, The Soloist. Right. There was the one where he was a lawyer who was like a drunk with Robert Duvall, also not a good movie. So he's been in some stuff that's not great, especially yeah. when his career was being resurrected from Iron Man. These are all right after. So he's had yeah. some misses. True. Yeah. I, I enjoy, yeah. and I think, you know, I know people will make fun of me. I, I enjoy, I very much enjoy the first Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I don't like the second one as much, F at all, but I really like the yeah. first one. First one was really, I think, I know I own that movie. Yeah, Phys- physical physical media for Damien. Oh, it's like his worst nightmare, dude. <laughs> I love physical media, dude. I, I every every Tuesday, I'm at the store buying uh, buying really new blue almost all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I buy every week, dude. I buy some. I'm not that crazy, but I I respect it more than I respect anything. Yeah, and then with the with the 4K now, like I'm buying, I'm rebuying shit again in 4K. Man, I had that sounds like me in 1999. My brother and I were driving in the car. We got rear-ended, and we got like twenty-three hundred dollars each from a, you know, from from the other person's insurance. And I spent at least a thousand dollars on VHSs in in like a six-month span. And then you know I had to buy you know spend probably fifteen hundred. Well, I didn't replace all of them, but right. it was such a sad moment when I realized I cannot continue with this nope. collection. No, nope. and it was such an impressive collection. That's the thing too. Is so I obviously started buying. Um, DVDs right away, started buying. Yeah. I even bought HD DVDs, which were the uh-huh. red casing, because when they came yeah. out with Blu-ray, they were the cheaper ones. Then bought in Blu-ray. And I've since like got rid of every DVD I have. I only have really? Blu-rays now. Yeah. Um, and now I'm like, I can't do the same thing with 4K. 
Like I just can't. There's not that no. much of a difference. There is. There's not. It depends, but there. The, if the movie's been remastered the right way, it is like the new. Like I just bought Matrix on 4K. Oh, it looks wow. ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Um. So there's some things I'll do, but not not all of them. Yeah, you you got to go the extra mile with the Matrix. Yeah. I mean, there's certain ones like the Potters. You know, I'll buy in 4K eventually here. Yeah. You know, there's there's things that you got to buy. Uh, but again, physical media, man, takes up space. That's why Damien hates it. You get the book, you know, the binders, you know. That's. <laughs> I, I wish we don't have enough. We're getting what this isn't important to the Avengers conversation, but. That's all right. I like the, the case. I wish I could have the case. Do you have the cases? Yeah, yeah. You keep them in the case? Yeah, My yeah. My wife makes us get rid of the cases. So we have the. The binders. Like the old, the, the old uh, case logic type discs yep. that you put your CDs in. That's evil. So we got the binders. That's it evil. is evil. Because oh. one of the one of the joys, and my wife makes fun of me about this, is I still love movie posters. Love them. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want every time I go to the theater, I like to walk around and look at movie posters, even if I've yeah. seen them. There's something yeah. about the art of it's a long lost art to me. Oh yeah. Um, and it's the same with 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 DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever. It's the art that is on the covers. I yeah. love. I, I'm with you there. Yeah. Do you know what the last, I'm pretty sure this is accurate, the last movie poster that I ever bought was? What year was it? 2002. 2002. Attack of the Clones. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Was it the one with the two silhouettes of them looking sideways? Like like the back of Anakin yeah. and the back of Padme, like backed up? No, no. Oh, no. God, no. Okay. It was it was one that was in the style of the original Star Wars posters. Oh, the Drew um, uh, Sturzman, I think his name is. Right. Yeah. So artistically, it's very great. Yeah. But I saw a movie, uh, The Midnight Show, in the first night. <clears throat> and in the moment, I loved it. I thought, this is a great movie. And then the next day, went to the Elcon Mall, where they had a movie poster store. Man, Elcon. And I bought it. And I had it framed that day, and I hung it above or in my room. <laughs> and then the next few times I watched the movie, I'm like, "This movie fucking sucks." <laughs> and I and so like I kept it up longer than I wanted to because I'd spent enough money. I had to like yeah. you know I didn't want to just throw it in the garbage. Sure, but it's it's and it's it's in a landfill somewhere. Uh yeah, I've dude, I collected all the Potter posters. Like I have tubes and tubes of movie posters. It's ridiculous. I respect. And that. I have some that are worth like a decent amount of money. Um, with sign with autographs, I have some that are signed, but I have like original theatrical release, like the double sided stuff. Like there's oh, wow. there's a the original teaser of Lord of the Rings where it's just Frodo and he has his hand and the ring is in his hand. Yeah. But then yeah. they had one where he was looking down at the ring. That oh, wow. thing's worth like eight hundred bucks. That. Yeah, that, I have that shit. Like who's ever gonna buy this shit? <laughs> Somebody will. Maybe who knows? I don't know. Maybe at, maybe at half price, but you, know, you got <laughs> you, you a kid now. You you got to buy some. Uh... Some kids stuff. Dude, I'd take like a $25 bill and a pack of stamps. Dollar <laughs> <laughs> fifteen a jailbreaker. That's right. My neck, my neck, and my back. <laughs> That's that that one's gotta come up pretty soon. Just you and I have to do, do Friday very soon. I'll do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. This was a this is a lot of fun. Anything else you would like to talk about? Oh, la- no. la- last question. I have actually have one last question. Okay. We're supposed to end it every time like this. Would you recommend it to a friend? I would. Yep. Uh, with a bit of a hesitation because it's three hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's an inter- it's an entertaining movie if nothing else. It has some flaws, um, but it's well made. It's a good story that uh, resonates on a like an emotional level yep. in certain places. So it's not just explosions and, and crazy cool shit. Sure. So I would. 
And, and I'll throw in. I know you guys do the. Fu- if we're are we gonna rate do the it, movie? do it five stars. Okay. You go first. Um, so I real quick, I would say yes. I would recommend it to people again. If you you like Marvel movies, are you invested mm-hmm. in these characters? More so than that, obviously, if you like Marvel movies, you're gonna see this movie. Yeah. Do you want to see a big blockbuster that's done really well that looks really good in the theater? Yeah. Then go see it. Like, do you want to see a movie that's going to? It's it's what movie theaters are made for. Right? right. This isn't a yep. movie that you watch at home. You can probably watch at home, but it's not one you're going to say like, "Hey, I can wait." Nope. You're right. Um, I would say Avengers. I would give three and a half stars. I give it four. I, I know I do. I like to do the ten point scale. Yep. Um, and I'd give it about an eight. So it works well. You know, I, I would give it a. I would give it an eight, and then divide that by two, and you get four. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I'd probably do like seven and a half. Yeah. Seven. It's a good seven. One. Seven eight. Again, it, maybe not for me, but I can understand why people would like it. Mm-hmm. It's a good flick. It was better than Age of Ultron, which is the second yeah. one. And I want to say it was better than the last Avengers. I just don't have the same visceral reaction to this movie as I had from the last one. I can't. I thought you did not like it. I did not like the, the last okay. one at all. Right. But again, I can. I didn't like it for the reasons of... It said there were going to be consequences. Nobody died. Everybody made a oh, big yeah. deal that all of these characters died. Guess what? They all came I, back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was silly. I did like that they. Uh, I liked the fact that they lost the battle. Yeah, that was neat. Because because like this one, or in in most movies, you know, good will prevail. Sure. So I really appreciate that at the last one. So yeah, I would say this is certainly better than that one. I I'm not even opposed to the last one to. Infinity War, them dying per se. It's the reaction of people literally crying and being upset that, oh my God, these characters are dead because they're not. And that's, you're naive if you think that. Yeah. And again, kind of shame on, to me, shame on Marvel for for doing that. And almost like, it's just, you're pandering to the audience. Exactly. Like have yeah. some balls. That's yeah. it. I get it. All right, buddy. Well, this was enjoyable. I know we delayed it once, and I appreciate it because we had some technical difficulties on the Game of Thrones pod, which you're always welcome to if you'd like to do. I know, I know you. Uh, that's not your thing. You want to absorb it, kind of, and and you know think about it a little bit, so you don't like to instantly come on and talk about it. But you're always welcome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm. I would be open to doing the last one, but I don't like to think or discuss or predict <laughs> any of that stuff. It, uh, although I did against my will kind of clicked into my head that Arya was going to jump out there. And, really? And, and yeah, I just Man, I yeah. I I had no no idea. She really? was yeah, if I was going to pick if there were going to be 10 characters, she would be like maybe in the middle cuz you're just like, "All right, she's a badass," but I wouldn't think yeah. it would actually happen. I know you're not going to answer this and you don't want to think about it. Yeah. Who would you like to see win Game of Thrones? Not who this is what, not who you actually like thinking about the story and analyzing it and thinking about like what the writers will do, but who do you want to win? Yeah, it's a good question, and it's always it seems strange to me. I think the first time I heard people talking about winning <clears throat> was you guys, and it's in the name, of course, Game of Thrones. It is a game on some level. It's it always it struck me as odd when I first heard like who's gonna win. Well, uh, so 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 I've thought about it, and I normally wouldn't have, but when you phrased it that way a few episodes ago, I thought, oh yeah, that's that's a cool way to think about it. And so I think who I would want to win, um, probably your girl Danny. 
<laughs> I, I mean, the dragons are still such a cool element to me. I've always loved that part of this the show, um, and I'm I find her a little bit attractive. So there's that too. Um, okay. I haven't I haven't disliked her as a character the way that a lot of people have. Um, I know you said she's been a bit power hungry, and I've I've viewed that more as sure. strength and um, striking out on her own. So I think it's her, but. Then I started thinking, like, when I thought they were all going to die last episode, <laughs> I thought, shit, like, shit, what if it's Arya or what if it's Sansa? I, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I don't know. Okay. I, who do you, I, I, I haven't listened to every bit of every of, the, of these episodes because I don't want to get too much into that, yeah. but well, just, I like this question. Who do you think is going to Just win? download them. You don't have to listen. Just give us, just give us the download. <laughs> <laughs> I've downloaded them. I've done that. Um, to be fair, I know you said you've never thought of it that way, but yeah. one of my favorite lines from the whole show, and it's in season one, is Cersei, and when she's talking to Ned, she says, when you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. Huh. So she literally refers to it as playing. I've never, I, I've obviously watched that episode. Yeah. I've forgotten that. That's cool. Yeah, it's one of my favorite lines because it kind of it sets the tone for obviously where her mind's at oh, yeah. and then kind of the show. Um, who I would like to win, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I still would like Cersei to win, which sounds yeah. stupid. Who I think is going to win is – and it's funny because like every episode I kind of change my mind a little bit because I don't – I literally don't know where they're going. Yeah, um, right. I would – I think, and it sounds dumb, is I think Sansa is going to win. Which if I she if she wins, and I know you don't want to discuss it much. If she wins, like think about every other person that would physically be ahead of her because of their rightful play. Yeah, it would be Danny. It would be John. Yeah, um, it would be Bran. Right. <laughs> so there's a number of people. Um, a lot would a lot would have to happen yeah. in the next three episodes. So I'm not going to that... say. I, I mean, I, I I've I've talked to some people about what I think is going to happen. That could yeah. change next week. Um, yeah. But I'm not going to say to you because I know you don't want to hear that stuff. So I appreciate that. Yeah. But I w- also I'd, I would. Cersei is obviously like inhuman and a terrible person. <laughs> but she's so good and so likable despite that. Yeah. Um. So if she won, I think that'd be fucking badass. I can't imagine. I mean, the show would take it would it would it's going to take balls to do that, right? Um. That's what they've had the entire series. It, to a point. Except this last episode. To a point. Everybody stayed alive. Yeah. To a point. I I think that's a little bit of a misconception that everybody dies in this show because they haven't killed the main character off in quite a bit. True. In a while. Um. I think again. I look at her a little differently. Obviously, she's done terrible, terrible things, but yeah. she does these things for her family. She yeah. first and foremost looks out for herself and her family. The and she's we do for love. Yeah, and she's doing it for them. So you can think that's terrible. You can hate it. Um, which obviously she's done like deplorable things, yeah. But she's doing it for her family, yeah. So whatever. Yeah, she's likable despite being terrible. So and I very I like Lena Headey quite a bit. So I know you've met her. Yeah, and she's I mean I liked her in Three Hundred. She a show that I love that nobody watched apparently, and it's you can't find it streaming anymore. Is the Sarah Connor Chronicles where she played it was the Terminator oh, yeah. show. She was great on that. She played Sarah Connor. Um, she was Sarah Connor. Yeah, yeah she was Sarah Connor. I didn't have TV or access to it. I remember seeing the news about it or whatever, yeah. seeing a story about it, and I wanted to watch it. it <clears throat> it's a strong show. Like, if you like the Terminator lore, mm-hmm. the mythology mm-hmm. of it, it's a really good show. It was on a couple seasons. I don't know where you can find I mean, I own them, but I don't know. It's not streaming anywhere. I have no idea. I know you're going to look it up right now. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just come over. I'm, just, I'm looking up a plane ticket. I'll come fly there and watch Yeah, it let's do it, dude. I mean, they're like 20, se- 20 episodes a season, though. 
Really? That's good. I mean, this is standard, like, you know, mid 2000s, um, mid to early 2000s, like Fox. So it was on. The only downside is that Brian Austin Green is in it. (laughs) So Bag almost ruins it for me. As a main character? Uh, He's John Connor's brother. Oh, okay. So Bag. Bag. (laughs) Who Beth is in love with, so. Really? Well, hey, man, I get that. He's a handsome young man. I mean, and he's married to Megan Fox. He can, he, yeah. There's, yeah, he could do worse. He could. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, again, uh, kind of went off on the rails a little bit there. Avengers Endgame, $1.25 billion. I don't think I need to say anything else. And uh, we'll do it again. All right. Sounds good, buddy. All right, buddy. Did you guys watch Avengers? If so, we'd love to hear about what you thought. Any of our social media pages Instagram, at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook, and Twitter, at Morning Geekdom. You can also always email us themorninggeekdom at gmail.com for just general discussion, show ideas, whatever you guys want to talk about. As always, I want to thank Tyler for being on. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We can use those likes, rate reviews, especially on iTunes. Uh, Tell a friend, tell 100 friends. That would mean a lot. And we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.